Welcome to Alter Your Comics Presents. I'm Alex. I'm Jared. Greetings, programs. I'm Adrian. And that's it for the show, everybody. Good night. Good night, everyone. <laughs> uh, I want to give a warning to everybody that I don't know how well it's picking up on the mics or not, but it has been a rainy, rainy day. So our sump pump is running. Both of them are running. Uh, so they may show up in the background. It may not. I don't know. Uh, Laura, you'll tell me when we get when you get home if it's running or not, if you can hear it or not. You better catch it. So, uh, this week we decided to talk about things that surprised us or came out of left field or what did we decide of the wording? Uh, uh, guilty left, pleasures. Guilty pleasures out of left field and second chances. Second chances. So, <coughs> books that we were like, oh, sure, I'll try this. I don't know. You know, it's not usually my thing, but I'm feeling weird. Let's try it out. And holy crap, that was really good. Uh, is basically the conversation we got to the point of like, oh, mm-hmm. well, or it could have been like, oh, I wasn't, I didn't like it when it first came out, but now another chance. Okay, I do really enjoy this. What was I thinking before? I was wrong. Uh, all of the regrets. So, wait, all the regrets? Regrets. 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 Regrets? Regrets. Regrets, the show. Frog protection. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> reptars. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Adrian, you're in a talkative mood. Why don't you talk about the first one that I really am in a talkative mood. Uh, You guys didn't hear all my political stuff just a second ago. And then Alex is like, okay, we're done with this. We're going to hit record. We're 15 minutes late for starting this. We need need to get the ball rolling. So I want to play video games at some point tonight. Video games. Um, Out of left field uh, for me. Um, Maybe, maybe not. Maybe some of you might be like, yeah, we already knew that about you. Why Why do you think this is out of left field? We know it's Star Wars. Come on. <laughs> no, actually, uh, it's not Star Wars. Shut up. Uh, no, Robotech. Uh, there's one listener. Does he listen? I don't know. Does 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 he listen? Anyway, uh, is this for you? I think you would be the only one that would know that I like Robotech. It's an old 80s, 80s anime by Harmony Gold. Um, <clears throat> we find out that we are not alone in the universe when a uh, fortress... Uh, a space uh, fortress falls on Earth and kills all the uh, people inside of it. And we find out that there's an alien race of Centrati. They're giant humans, basically. And they use what's called, what we come to call robotechnology. Robotech, for sure. And um, we get these transforming airplanes and transforming motorcycles. And then there's another alien race that we have to fight and blah, blah, blah. It was super fun in the 80s. It followed like the love story between uh, pilot Rick Hunter and Commander Lisa Hayes and Pop Idol um, Lynn Minmay. Uh, all sorts of drama and action. It was really good. I really liked it. I didn't want to read the comic because it wasn't the same story and the art was really weird for me. But I read it. I really liked it. And... Uh, Actually, I still need to pick up a few of the uh, trades because I didn't pick it up in, 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 in single issue form. So Robotech and Robotech Remix is the continuation of the Robotech series. All right. Jared, what's up for you? Uh, the one that came out of left field for me was Wind. Hmm. I did not expect to like that at all. I'm not into magic and things like that, but Alex said, you've got to try this. You've got to try this. It's really good. I tried it, and I instantly put it on my pull list because it was so good. It's about a character called Wind, W-Y-N-D, and uh, he's basically a character who's living in a 
castle town um, kingdom yeah it's a kingdom of some kind and he's got powers he's got pointy ears and he has to hide these ears and you know he's trying to live amongst the normal people because people of magic um were basically executed or exiled they're, or, or exiled they're yeah. not welcome Right. So he ba- his base- basically his cover gets blown and he starts going on these adventures and there's people hunting him, but they may turn out to be different than what the people that sent them were There are expecting. lots of twists and turns with yes. the story. It's a very good story. It's It was actually really good. It's by James Tinian. Yep, James Tinian. He did a really good job with it. And I would say if you want a good, fun, off-the-wall story – Pick that one up. We recently talked about Tinian, didn't we? Yeah, he does a lot of stuff. Uh, he's doing some of the Batman stuff. He did yep. that. That he's, wasn't Taserface, was it? A, um, he does I Nice think House he did on the Lake. Taserface. Yeah, okay. The Nice House on the Lake. Yeah, he's That's doing the awesome. current Batman stuff with Fear State. Yeah, he does lots of stuff. I like the Nice House on the Lake. Yeah, I think it, it's so weird. It's so weird. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I would honorable mention. I'd say Nice House on Lake is one that's out of left field that I was not expecting to like, but I do. Right, right. But that's not it's not collected in trade yet. But it's issue four just came out a week. Or two it's ago? out of a twelve issue series too. Yeah, so well, it's a long. That one's weird. It's a long game. If you want to know more about that, listen to our previous episodes. We've talked about it as the each issue comes out. Uh, but first up for me, all right, guys. Here's a riddle. It's a book. Based off of video game, it's based off of books. What is it? A book off of Witcher? video game. Nope. Ooh, that's a good. That was a good. That was a good. Hold guess. on. Hold on. A book. It was or, a book. Or, not or, a, com- or okay, a series. So a com- this, this comic, comic, comic book series. This comic, comic is based off of the game, which, which is, is based, based off, off of a books. book. Based off of books. Books. Multiple books. Would you like a hint? Yes. Yeah. It's written by one of my favorite writers. Tom Taylor. Yep. Oh, crap. Um, nope. I don't like comics. I don't even know why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I'm, I'm going to give up. It has five years. Oh, Injustice. Oh, Injustice. 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 Injustice God's Among Us. Duh. It's a book based <laughs> off of a game that's based off of multiple books. The game came first? Yeah. Yeah. And just as God's Among Us, the game came first. Yeah. Because in the game, they started, jumped five years. Yeah, yeah. This is filling those five years. Uh, the game came first. Okay. So Injustice God's Among Us is my one out Injustice. of left field. Uh, for me, most things that are based off of... You jerkwad. You did cover that up with that bag. Yes, I did. Just so you could do that. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I did. Whatever. Uh, but I don't usually... Right, let's be honest. Book, comic book series that are based off of anything else other than books usually are not good. Like, like get, the movies. Like the movies. Like movies that are based off video games suck. Or books that are based off of games suck. Like, mm-hmm. I know they did the Arkham Horror games as books, and those were not good. The Mega Man book. They've done the movie prequels, or the, oh, spinning out of a, this or that. Or, like, those no. movie prequels are so just like... Not good. They're, they're I, not, I can see on some of them where they wanted to go or come from, but it's like... If they really wanted that, they would have put it in the movie. Either the stories are way off, or it's just a recap of what we've already seen. Like, oh, leading up into Avengers Age of Ultron is all the other Marvel movies that we've already seen. Like, the one it's with, just a recap. We we don't need this. With the Chala sister? 
With I kind of like that one. I think it was Stark and T'Challa's sister. Why can I not think of her name? Shuri? Shuri, thank you. There was like a prequel for that, and I thought that was okay. It was okay. But on more often than not, though, right. they are not good. Mm-hmm. This, however, is way better than it has any right to be. Um, it, and that is Injustice Gods Among Us. It's one of the best DC stories ever written, yes. in my opinion. Everyone yeah. is. To, to be clear, <laughs> Volumes 1, 2, and 3 are. Outside of that, it gets messy real fast because Tom Taylor isn't writing all of it anymore. He becomes right. like, like a co-writer of four, and I don't or, think he's in the fifth one. Or like a coordinator, or even. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, yeah. it's, it goes off the rails a little it bit goes, later uh, on, but the right. first couple are the, so years good. Years one, two, and three are phenomenal, where you get to see everything that's going on. Like, the reason why Batman and Superman come to blows fighting each other. <laughs> I mean, it starts, starts out with the death of Lois Lane. And Superman's unborn child. Which I thought was a really, quote unquote, cool way of killing her. It was. Like, oh, yeah. that's really good. So I, We can spoil it, right? Yeah, I mean, it's been out the forever. Joker and it's issue one. So uh, Manipulates Superman to uh, was take Lois into toxin. space. Yeah, I think he uses with Joker, gas, and fear, uh, Scarecrow's fear toxin, that combination, I believe. When, where he makes Lois look like Darkseid. No. Doomsday. 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 Where he takes her up into space, then comes to, oh, crap. Oops. And then he hears her heartbeat die and her child's and then, heartbeat yeah, die. Right. And, and then a nuke goes off in Metropolis. Because it was attached to her heartbeat. If her heartbeat died, Metropolis blows up. Right. And so he's like, all right, fine, Joker. Boom. Fist through your heart. You're dead. Batman, you've been, you should have dealt, dealt with this guy years ago. How yep. have you not? Right. And, of course, Batman's like, the moment you start killing, you turn just as bad as the bad guys. We are no longer best as best friends anymore. So, And Superman becomes a dictator. Yeah. Emphasis he, well, on the pers- he, first part. He puts the tater <laughs> in dictator. Yes. So, but this series. What are taters, mean, precious? It is. I mean, this is the. Right now, I'm holding the year one complete collection, which I believe is 12 issues. They've collected it multiple times, year one, part one, part two, and now they're just doing, all right, here's all of year one, all together, have at it. And I'm actually re- rereading through them. It is so good. Oh, yeah. The art's a little they weak. also don't kind of go right out and say, which hero's going to join Superman and which heroes are going to join Batman? You know, it's kind of like, okay, where, are we, where do we stand with the whole DC universe, not just Batman and Superman? What I do like is that the heroes that join either faction... Heroes and they villains make sense. Yeah, and like, the villains too. Right, because yep. a certain point, like, all right, well, Batman's getting his arsenal. All right, well, we're pretty much deadlocked. Superman's like, well, let's start using some villains because Suicide Squad. We've sure. worked with that, so let's do it again. Right. And then Batman reluctantly recruits some villains. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, you guys, you, you're wrong, but you know that, like, there's a difference of. Robbing a bank for money versus taking over the whole world. Right. So some of the villains are like, yeah, we'll, we're on your side. Because our level of evil does not compare with that. Because even if our evil, if we get caught under your rule, we get thrown in jail, you know, right punishment for our thing versus. We're not uh, dead. Under Superman, you're dead no matter what. Like, oh, jaywalking, dead. Didn't didn't wave high five at Superman, dead. So it's like, they're like, okay, no, we want to be on your side. Right. So it's really, it is. A better version of Civil War than what Marvel did with Civil War, I would say. Honestly, I agree. So, I mean... As good as Civil War was, this I liked better. I mean, and part of it helps because it did, Civil War is over the course of nine issues. It was done. This they did five years of, so you can fill out more story and do more things. 
but it is so good, folks. Uh, it is way better than it has any right to be. If yeah. you if you know anything about DC characters, just read this. And mm-hmm. you have to know it's not continuity, but as long as you know basically who Batman and Superman are, you're pretty much good yeah, to go. You're, you're right. fine. I mean, you'll learn some other characters like, oh, I don't know Black Canary, but she has fishnets and she screams her a lot. Okay, cool. That's her thing. That's yep. You don't need <laughs> to know a whole lot. But I'm saying you don't need to know everyone's yeah. backstory and everything. You, no, don't you don't need that. Not at all. Um, but, I love the natural evolution of the characters too. So specifically Green Lantern and what he ends up doing or how uh, Diana realizes that there's a thing there and she can only go so far with it, but she's going to be as committed as inhumanly possible. Um, or the way that he, so Batman plays his team like a deck of cards. He tries to, because he understands that not everybody's going to come out of this alive. Not even deck of cards. It's a chess game for him, but he has to play them without emotion full well feeling each one of those deaths i will sacrifice you for the greater good right Mm -hmm. so i mean it is phenomenal but i won't show how sad i am about it well and the evolution of characters too that you see of like you see damien growing up but you see dick grayson doing his own thing like there's a lot of oh wow i was trying to leave that out thanks uh this thing's at least five years old yeah but definitely check it out folks they it is done than they did Injustice 2, which was I not as good. I mean, I think Tom Taylor wrote it, but I was enthralled Injustice by it. Injustice 2. It was okay. It, it was okay. Three, was, 3 went a little weird. That went very right. No, I think they started on, I think you're talking about z- uh, year zero. Right. They did Injustice, God's Among Us, all five do... years. Then they did Injustice 2. Oh, I'm sorry. Two. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about year three. No, no, no. no. They did it. Yeah, that, that's the thing that is slightly confusing. There's Injustice, year one, year two, year three, year four, year five. Then Injustice Two, which takes place after the second game, mm-hmm. and then they did Year Zero, going back to the beginning, and that's all we've had so far. Which I was not expecting to be as good as it was, but thankfully Tom Taylor was on that, yeah, and it was really good. Like yeah, there were just a couple times when Justice it's like, League. "Hey, we're gonna do something next year," you know. Uh, we we know what you're gonna do next year. We already read that book. You know? Well, it just goes to show how much. DC knowledge Tom Taylor has, like yeah. he, because he's done this, he's done deceased. Like he does mm. the he's DC universe Johns. really well without doing an ongoing series of this. That and it. like yeah. he's like, no, no, you do whatever. I don't want to be confined to your rules. I want to come up with my own rules, with my own stories. And he writes them like they're independent titles. Like yeah. these are just my toys to play with. Mm-hmm. I'm, you're lending me them, but I don't need to worry about how they tie in with everything else. Right. No, but they he does the characters so well. Yeah. He ca- he really captures them. Yeah, so he does. That's why He's... injustice for me was like, uh, holy crap! This is better than it should be. Should be. Taylor is in bed with Marvel now, right? He's oh, he's no. doing Dark Ages. I mean, he's not completely. T- he's working with both now. Yeah, yeah. Because but... he's still doing Nice House on the Lake. No, that's Tinian. Yeah, that's not. But he still does other stuff. So, but regardless, he he now is helping Marvel with their stuff, yeah. and he's doing yeah. Dark Ages, which is another one that's Tom... not continuity. Tom not Taylor's continuity. Nightwing right now. Oh, right on. Excellent. So yeah, that was my first one. Was Justice Gods Among Us, Adrian? Justice. What's oh, next what for was, you? Oh, my screen came off. Turn off. It was oh a regret one. Yeah. Uh, so I've talked about this a million times at the store, uh, and this is why. Uh, uh, White Knight, Batman. White Knight. I hated the first issue. I was like, what? What? What's going on? I don't. I don't really care. 
Just I'll get bad, issue two. Just the wrong mood for it, maybe. Maybe. Or... Maybe. I don't know. Got issue two. Still wasn't impressed. And I'm like, whatever. And for whatever reason, I picked up Curse of the White Knight, which is the continuation. I'm like, huh, what's this all about? Like, I completely forgot about everything else that happened. And it wasn't until issue three, and I don't know why I was still reading it, that you reminded me that, yeah, this is a continuation off of White Knight. I'm like, what? White Knight? I don't remember liking this. Why do I like the continuation? So I went back and I'm like, oh, this was really good. And maybe it was that whole thing that we've talked about before in the past where it's like single issues don't really work for a story like this. You know what? Just throw it in a trade, call it one and done, and you're good. Yeah. Maybe that's what was the problem with this. But I loved that the Joker was forced to become sane and somehow manipulated Gotham to think that Batman was the bad guy. I, I still say question. I still like, hmm, I get the plot point. So Batman force fed him drugs, random handful of sort of drugs, and that cured him. That doesn't work. I mean, That's not real science. I mean, I'm, I mean, it's comic books. I'm clearly a but science. I'm a rocket scientist. So Batman I know. drugs. It's, it's fine. <laughs> I'm willing to say some things are plausible, but the, they weren't even his drugs though. He just found them. at Random the, stuff. He just found them because they were at the factory. They were <laughs> right. at the Ace Chemical Factory or something like that, Whatever. where he's like, oh, we destroyed a vat full of drugs. Let me just get a handful of them, shove them down your throat mm-hmm. and let's see what happens. It's like, what? Right, what? No, no. Maybe that's the what it was. I don't know. greatest detective my butt. <laughs> detective, not doctor. That's all yeah, not a doctor. That's true. Uh, so I didn't pick up, or I, I got issues one and two, and I didn't think I would like it. And then clearly I was wrong. It's a just a fantastic story. The, the Curse of the White Knight went a little mythical with its storyline, but it brought in like the Freeze family line, the old Wayne family line. Azrael. As, you know, and it's like, okay, where are you going with this? But it worked. It still worked. And then they went with the Harley Quinn or the White Knight presents Harley Quinn. And that was a weaker story, but I still really liked it. It made sense. It's, a, diff- it's a binge one ago. Again. It is. It is. And it, but it fits in the story that they've created in the world and the Gotham that they created right then and there. Right. And it, it's, I like it when it's completely off the wall. But it works. You know, they just tweaked Bruce a little bit to be a little bit more violent than normal. They gave Harley a little bit of, like, self-preservation in her. And they added this story of some mythical family lineage that's going to be a driving force in the second story. So, I, it just, I just like it when it works. And the good thing with that is because it is its own universe actions actually have consequences if someone dies they're dead oh they're dead so that, that's a nice thing with that too it was like i didn't like that captain america showed up in the middle of the second story but, but it worked whatever. pretty well it when he okay. when he was beating up superman yeah so right. it worked all right <laughs> but yeah uh for me i was the same way i did not read it laura actually bought all the single issues and oh, okay. she bought one or the white knight and then all of curse of the white knight i think i, re- I binged both of them back to back because I was like, eh. As you should. Well, at the time, I was like, it's another Batman. I'm already reading like four Batman books. I don't want another one. The art, I wasn't turned on while I, just by looking at it. I think that was it. I think that was it exactly. Because I, that sounds familiar. It's another Batman story. So right. I just didn't want to get invested. But after a certain point, Laura kept asking me questions like, well, this doesn't make sense. Why is this happening? I'm like, I don't, I, fine, I'll read it. And I was like. Holy crap, I was like, okay, here's the answers to your question. Also, holy crap, that was good. He'll keep calling me. He'll keep calling me until I come over. All so, right. I'll go. I'll go. 
Okay. So yeah, okay. White Knight. <clears throat> and Adrian, what else is on? Or Adrian, not Adrian. Other oh, Adrian. Not I'm not Adrian. <laughs> uh, I'm went. I went with uh, Guilty Pleasures on Ooh. as my next list. I am a sucker for alternate future. Uh, futuristic stories like um, Old Man Logan, uh, Kingdom Come from DC. Uh, I thought stories you were like say that. something like Sunspot or, or what's the Sunstone? Sunstone. No, no. <laughs> uh, Batman. To be Beyond, fair, the story is really, you know. actually the story actually is pretty good. But uh, one that stuck out to me was biased because Nightwing's my favorite superhero was uh, Nightwing New World Order. Uh, that one was I really liked that one. It was uh, basically, you know, it's kind of like what we just talked about with it. Uh, uh, Civil War a little while ago was superheroes needed to be put into check, but it's DC's version. So Nightwing sets off this device that basically robs everybody on Earth of their superpowers, Superman included. And um, basically he had a son with uh, Coriandar, su- uh, Star Starfire, and he developed superpowers later on. So uh, he's after he took everyone's powers away, he was put in position to be like the special forces police force of the superpowered. You Dick know, or his son? In. Dick Grayson. Sorry. Okay. But so his son uh, ends up developing superpowers. So the government's like, hey, your task force needs to go and, you know, deal with him. And he's like, no, he's my son. So there's a big confrontation and he goes back to the Titans who are all depowered now. And uh, it's a really good story. So no spoilers. So guilty pleasure for you is more Nightwing. Yeah, it could be, but I like futuristic <laughs> stories. I almost went with Old Man Logan. I, I'm just saying there's a pattern. It that could be. It's not really guilty. I think everyone that knows you knows you like Nightwing. Yeah. So it's not really guilty pleasure. It's it is no. what it is. It's guilty when we go over to his house and we see him dressed up as Nightwing. Now That's then we. That's just weird. <laughs> All I know is his house is decked out in a whole bunch of dick, Grayson. <laughs> Good night, everyone. <laughs> Good night. Uh, Why do I come here? <laughs> you have nothing else to do. Let's be honest. Uh, so for me, I'm guessing you're done with yours. Yes. Uh, not to. I'm not gonna to do, shut up. Yeah. Now. No, you're done. You're done. That's what I heard him say. Uh, one for me that was out of left field that surprised me that I was not expecting to enjoy at all as uh, Man Eaters. Um, this is a series where in a in a world. Where women turn into felines. Uh, wait, that's what it is. Uh, women can randomly, on their periods, uh, turn into raging cat monsters. Yay. Uh, so, I mean, it's, it, it's like cat monsters or just cats and they're just horrible feline sapiens. They basically like turn it into like tigers and stuff. Like, huge. so not meow. No, more like, like roar. Okay. Definitely roar. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, which in and of itself is a unique story. Like, oh, that's kind of weird. Um, but the thing that really caught my attention with it is how they do advertisements inside. Oh, yeah. I remember you showed me this. Where it's actually like oh, in-world like advertisements. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, uh, you know, boys, don't forget. In, in the case of a, a cat outbreak, go to this location and blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just really weird. Like, oh, now here's water water with more testosterone. So you make sure that you don't transform. And okay, that's stuff. funny. Uh, it's, it is really, really weird. The covers are great. The ads inside are really fun. Honestly, I read it for the ads mostly because 
was, it was very funny stuff. Like I was like, oh, I get the premise of you know it's following this girl where she might turn into it, might not. I don't know, whatever. But let me see these ads of like ridiculous weird stuff inside. Um, is it is this done or is it still going? The main story is done. I believe they just they are currently on possibly wrapping up a mini series that spun out after it. That's like Man Eater's Spring Break or something like that. I don't remember what the subtitle is. But the main core Man Eaters is done for now. But they are doing spin outs. And it's it's, it's really weird. Um, I like the, especially the art on the ads. They look like a lot like Fallout where it has like that vintage oh, cool. style and everything. And it's just, it's really weird. Um, <clears throat> Estro Clean. The new anti-estrogen spray specifically designed to protect what matters most. Boys, <laughs> so it is very it is very sexist because of the fear of them transforming. Sure, I mean I don't know if that's sexist. I think at that point, like, dude, I'm scared of women. Out of context, it is very sexist. I'll put it that way. Okay. Outside of the context of the world of what that's in, sure. Like if we just put and, that ad up all over the store, right? Mark would have letters, and and that's part of the the end of the joke of it too. Is they get we all get to see what's going on with the world and everything. It's just, it, it's very unique. And like I said, it's been a while since I've read it. So I don't, I'm mean, not super great on the story, but clearly you liked it. I mean, but I, right. I, I mean, I have nothing else. I love the premise and the, the delivery of it. Like it's a really cool thing with that. Is it? So I think that was, I think, I, I think that's our underlying theme with the other conversation we were having offline. Does it work? naturally when you input this thing into a world does the story flow like it probably should in my opinion yeah yeah okay i mean so. it is basically what if women go on their periods turn into these giant tiger things right right and then it work branches out from there like okay well how would this affect the government how this affect jobs sure. how this affect even having kids at that point sure and yeah, procreation in yeah, general. Right. Like, okay, well, do you do birth control then? Or what kind of birth control do you use? Do you use the hormone blockers? Do you use prophylactics? Sure. What is, like, there's a whole bunch of, like, if this, then that. Good well, night, everyone. It spins out of everywhere. <laughs> sure. And it's so weird. But it's, it's a, and it is a, it is a sci-fi comedy is why I treat it okay. as. And, yeah. It, it reminds me a lot of the book Sex Criminals. It, with a similar style of humor. It's not the same story, but it's a very similar type of humor. When they peak, they have a superpower. When they orgasm, they freeze time and go to a the world they call the quiet. Was that the only power? Or did did people have different ones? Some people had different okay. levels right. of stuff, too. Okay. But it, oh, but it was always time stoppage? It was within that time stop. Some had monsters. Some could do... Some could fly. It's weird stuff. That's uh, that's besides the point, though, yeah, for this. It's just it's that weird, zany comedy. Like, if this, then that, and how does that branch out? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, the, I think I think that's why I like some of these other ones because they don't change a lot. They just put in this one random thing into our world and tell a story, right? And for me, this like I said, the story's good. It's fine, mm -hmm. but what brings me full immersion in the world is the advertisements that you normally see in the background here or there within the books itself. And the survival but, tips are cracking me up. But it, it, it brings funny. It brings all to the forefront of like, okay, full immersion for you, the reader, to see what this world is like. So let's do these ads that would exist in this world. You've been really digging on the the books that do that. Uh, what was the one with the music, with the soundtrack? Uh, uh, we, we live. live. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, and I feel like there was, I think Marvel tried to do that too. They with, did augmented reality. They did the Marvel they, AR. No, no. Uh, with the, uh, I don't know. I don't remember if she's K-pop or J-pop. Um, now I can't even think of her name. She was in the uh, Netmarble mobile game. Um, she's a singer. And Dazzler. <laughs> no. No, she wouldn't be J-pop or K-pop. Um but Marvel released a couple songs because they wanted to kind of give her a, a, a real world shtick, as it were. You know, where it's like, oh, if you like this superhero who sings, why can I not think of her name? I mean, they, they kind of, I, I joked with Dazzler, but they kind of did that with Dazzler originally, where they had that model be the, on the cover of Dazzler, where they, they were talking about for the longest time of doing a Dazzler movie back in the day in the 70s. Like, she was full disco and everything. And then that failed flat like but like they've tried they have tried several times of trying to do that okay let's bring it into the real world sort of thing the game is called marvel future fight and the 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 superhero is luna snow and oh what was the it was like the asian avengers it was like somebody from china and somebody from japan and somebody from india i remember what you're talking about but i don't remember the title title. yeah but they tried to Give those people like real jobs, and that was she was a pop idol. So, but yeah, I, when a book does the all right, let's fully on immerse you, mm-hmm. full immersion of what's going on with this. It adds an extra level, which makes it more memorable too, because mm-hmm. actually you almost experience it in real life then too, outside of that. So, like the K-pop singer, like oh, you can listen to the music that may make may make you like the character more, and then read the books more too, right. because it's not just a book; it's a full, it's a more full body experience. I'm not a teenage girl, so that didn't really appeal to me. But I know my kid; she was like, "Oh, who's that?" And she's not a teenage girl. But it's an option that is optional. That right, it's good to see that. Uh, any other last picks? I know Adrian, you had two on your list. Uh, Jared, I don't know if you have any other ones that stood out. Uh, I brought one more with me, but I'll talk about a different one. Invincible. Uh, I didn't read it when it came out originally. Oh, sure. Uh, I watched the Amazon Prime series. I was like, okay, I need to read this. And I have all three compendiums that I'm still working on reading through. And that's another one like, oh, it, I, for that one, it's fun to see the differences of what they've changed from the book to the show. And I'm willing to let that go. I know some people diehards that read the books of the original, like, oh, they changed it too much. I won't. I can't touch it. That guy's way too tall. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing they complain about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but for me, like, I'm willing to say, okay, there is a difference between comic books that was written 20 years ago and right. a show that's out now. Society has changed in those 20 years. It can't mm-hmm. be the same. Or, I mean, it can be, but it can be, but why not envelop more that makes it more relevant too? Mm-hmm. So, I do like the change that they do with that, and just some things like okay, well, this plot point you know happens, you know, let's say ten issues down the road, but we need a hook at the beginning. Sure. So let's just bring it all the way up to the beginning and have that there and front and forefront and like all right, let's use that. You know, I'm gonna make a lot of people mad. Maybe depending on who's listening. Uh, I'm listening to the Harry Potter books right now, and there are certain I've watched the movies, so I know how the movies go. But there are things in the movies that I can understand why people would be upset. Like, wow, mm-hmm. that is a really critical plot point that should have been introduced at all or earlier in the series, right? In the movies. But then there's other things that, like, I don't, 
you, you can delete that from that timeline, yeah. and that's why they were able to delete that from the timeline in the movies, and that's yeah. okay. Certain characters it, it wasn't that were in the critical. books weren't even in the show. It, do, it doesn't the move the story in the narrative. Right. right. It fits in the book because you're describing a world, but when you're watching it on, on, on screen, you don't need to describe anything. You yeah. just make it, right? Yep. And so some of those things I feel like naturally just kind of fall apart between a comic book or a novel or a prose book um, and the screen. Uh, yes, you see it, right? But there's, I don't know, there's just things about literature that you can't always put on the screen. It gets lost in and translation. It's okay, and that's totally okay. It's lost in translation from mm-hmm. the source to the product. Um, <clears throat> my counterpoint to that is Ready Player One. It should not have been one movie. It should have been three movies. Oh yeah, because Agreed. they they cut they cut out way too much. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I get you. You know, the core backbone is still there. However, the significance of all the things that happen is gone. Like, but we did talk yeah. about. We have talked about like uh, licensing and things. I can't imagine what the licensing contracts I, I i don't want i'm glad i'm not a lawyer because that would just have driven me mad because of trying to get this reference or that reference or blah 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 and you know not every company is gonna be like oh you're gonna make a movie and you want to put a thing that we own in it and you are worried that we're gonna sue you no that's free advertising well in some things too it's a it's a risk because i mean sure is you know amongst Amongst us nerds, Ready Player One, you know, was super popular. But in the mainstream, how many people actually knew what was going on with that? That's true. I mean, so they're like, well, we need to adapt it for an actual worldwide release, not just a worldwide niche release. Now, that being said, with the success of the movie, who's to say Amazon, Netflix, whoever might not do a miniseries based mm-hmm. off of the original? Yep. We're getting a Lord of the Rings miniseries. So, and that's what I was thinking exactly of. Well, we've already proven movies can go into series. So who knows? At some point, we may see an animated even adaptation of Ready Player One, which I'd be cool with that. Either full-on animated or live action, whatever. I mean, even in the live series, action you is... can get more of the narration that we had in the book. And the build-up, too. Build up. You can explain the things that a, a non-nerd watching it could get eventually, could understand if there's plenty of narration and story building. Yeah. And they can have more dynamic characters because the characters will get more screen time than they would in the right. movie. And you can see the true growth of characters yeah. too. It's like a character can only grow so much in an hour and a half. In the book, Artemis, the character was just phenomenal, but in the movie it was just another there you girl. Go. Well, yeah. I mean the books it went over the course of what, five, six years? Roughly? Roughly. The book? Yeah, yeah, the yeah, book. yeah. Versus in the movie it was all in the afternoon, course of an afternoon. They solved everything. Yeah, right. Like, yep. they made this big, bad, you know, Easter egg hunt. All right, well, one person st- solved it in a day. Well, yep. but that's not the, that's not impressive versus, no, it took that one person. Sure, they did the first step after right. people have been trying for 20 years. Sure. That's the same either way. However, going from step one to step two is still a year apart. Like, right. there's still that everyone, okay, we all know that part. Now, where do we get to the next part? Mm-hmm. And having that build and stuff could be done a lot better as a series than as a movie. Yep. Or even a series of series of movies. If they'd done three movies, they could have done that. Yeah. Where each Yeah, maybe. Where each key he found was a different movie, then you use all three keys for the fourth movie for the actual big epic fight. Sure. But that's a Whatever. different thing. Yeah, that's a yeah, it's all another thing. 
Uh, I will mention that Middle West and Mercy were kind of honorable mentions for me. Uh, Middle West was kind of when I was really diving into the RPG stuff and the fantasy stuff. And die. And die. Uh, I, I I feel like I talk about die way too much, so I, I kind of wanted to leave it off the list. But you can just say it's there. Yeah. yeah. One of my alternate future ones was Old Man Logan, which we've talked about Ooh, several times yeah. on this book or on this podcast. So, yeah. So there. Are, short answer: If you want more, just let us know. <laughs> we we are full of something. Answers. We are full of answers. They may repeat themselves at a certain point, but they're they're answers. Deja vu. So moving on from that topic, let's go to books of the week, books that came out this Wednesday, September 22nd, 2021, the day after the September song by Earth, Wind, and Fire, because that was on the 21st of September. No, no response? Nothing? Get okay. out. Okay. Just get out. <laughs> uh, Adrian, you led off last time, so why don't you lead off this time? What is something honorable mention or pick of the week? A Ghost of Vader's Castle. Uh, I love Halloween time. Uh, for the last couple of years, they did these ghost story kid uh, kind of directed Star Wars books, and they're just fun. It's always a group of people on a small adventure, and for whatever reason, they always end up on Mustafar. And then they start telling each other real life ghost stories, as it were. Uh, and so the first issue... Uh, this time around, there's always there. It's always a mini series. It's only like three or four or five issues, um, and I I'm pretty sure they weren't expecting the success from the first mini series um, to be as so to be so successful, and so they did the other one. And I think this is the third mini series of Vader's Castle's horror, you know, stories. Um, this one's uh zombie droids, and I'll just leave it at that. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that, but let's continue. This is fun. The art is very kiddie. It's very kid-oriented, but it's just a fun story. Because that's by IDW, isn't it? That is, uh, yeah, not Marvel. It's, yeah, IDW, yeah. Uh, it's the Star Wars Adventures line. The All of, Ages, yeah. which is the All Ages line. Mm-hmm. Um, it's obviously going to be some virus thing. Some, you know, It reminded me of uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers which scared the crap out of me as a kid. I couldn't sleep for like three nights after watching that. Um, but the the tendrils that would get the, the people, that's what this reminded me of. Only it was going between droids and making them quote-unquote zombies. It was it was just fun. So instead of brains, are they going after oil? Or Maybe. Uh, this one actually kind of left off. Royal capacitors. Uh, motivators. motivators. They're looking for, you know, bad motivators. Looking for motivation to not be a zombie. Right. <clears throat> so, uh, there was a fun moment where, uh, Sky Guy cut C-3PO in half and I'm like, hmm, it's kind of weird. That's not supposed to, oh, he's okay. It, it's a droid. It's a droid. He's How many times has 3PO fallen apart? It's fine. <laughs> I mean, he's 90% reused parts at this point anyway. Right. There's hardly anything left that Anakin built. It's fine. It's fine. We're all fine now. Yeah. That was my first pick of the week. All right. Uh, Jared, what's up for you? Okay. My honorable mention was Nightwing number 84. And that is also going to be my honorable mention, too. I just want to throw that out. So, I was, but I really liked Batman. Taser face. uh, Nightwing, it's, um, he's, if you remember where we left off last time with him uh, uh, becoming a billionaire, pulling all of his funds out of, uh, uh, 
Alfred's estate. Yeah, Alfred's estate. Oh, right. And, and he, everything like that. He came out, out of the financial closet yeah. to Bloodhaven saying, hey, I'm super rich, y'all. Yep, and he's going to invest it in the community pretty much. So uh, we leave right after that. He's basically, you know, chilling out. So he gets this message from Oracle or what he thinks Oracle. is Oracle. Oracle. We'll just say Oracle. So, and uh, he it says, hey, come back to Gotham. We've got to meet and stuff like that. So You just won a million dollars. Yes. So he leaves off his new uh, uh, dog and stuff with his neighbor, Clancy, who I loved Clancy. Or I loved seeing Clancy in this. I'm sorry, because, you mean Bitewing? Yes, Bitewing. But uh, Clancy is from a character, for, I believe it's the same character, I'm assuming, because it's the same name and everything. And she's like the superintendent of the building and stuff. In the old Nightwing series, she was the superintendent of his uh, uh, building. He was uh, at his apartment. So I kind of like that if it's the same character and stuff like that. I hope they continue that. So it's a little different because she's got kids in this one, and I don't remember her having kids in the original. But Bitewing is being taken care yeah. of by so her. he goes back to Gotham, and stuff ensues. It's the reunion of the dynamic duo. Yep. And boy, are they angry and efficient. Yep. <laughs> Those bad guys didn't last long. Is yeah. that the the frame you showed us a minute ago? Yeah. yeah. With the... The superhero yep. landing, basically. Yep. Where they're fighting the peacemakers. That's yep. the name of the organization. The private, militarized private police. Right. And we'll get to that in just a minute with uh, Batman. So, so yeah, I don't want to give any spoilers since it just came out today and everything, but uh, Nightwing 84 was excellent. It's still being written by Tom Taylor. It's awesome. The final, let's say, three pages. Holy crap, it's happening. Yeah. So I just want, I don't yep. say anything else, but... Yep. This is happening. I, li- I really like those. That's why I wasn't getting yeah. into that because that was, oh, they made somebody mad. <laughs> Let's just say if you're a fan of the Bat family, definitely check it out because yep. there's going to be more follow-up of greatness that you'll enjoy out of this. Yep. And Nightwing's story arc is only three issues for the Fear State. And then he'll go back to Bloodhaven probably. Yeah. Or I think, I think so. Tom Taylor said on Twitter, he's like, yeah, guys, sorry, got to do this Fear State thing. Then back to Bloodhaven. Don't worry about it. Yep. So, and yeah, that was my honorable mention as well, um, slash. Uh, it's it, almost it my might, pick of the week, but I really liked Batman. I, I didn't so. have a chance to read Batman yet, but I think Nightwing might actually be my true pick of the week, but we didn't have enough for the shelf for me to tag it. Like, oh, I'll take yeah. something else then. Uh, Adrian, how about you? Uh, Frontiersman. I know we were talking about it before, and it sounded like you didn't like it, but I'm going to pick it. I'm going to pick it as my pick of the week, uh, kind of for the same reason we did the theme today for about no regrets and second chances and stuff like that it was a weird weird book it was political too uh i don't know which way it's going um but i liked the idea about and i'm hoping what ends up happening is we need an old hero to kind of be the front man for our group we need and we're not expecting not, not anything old, but established hero. We're not expecting anything to happen, but I'm really hoping that something happens. Like, okay, I'm going to go help. And then um, I'm not going to fight. I'm just going to stand there, you know, look good and be helping you guys. And then something happens. I'm, I'm a spokesman, not a fighter. <laughs> Damn it, Jim. Uh, yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm hoping here. I, I just don't want to miss out on a potentially really good story. It did have my favorite line of the week, where or favorite line slash new favorite insult. Disappointing. Would, disappointing flesh. And I, I just enjoyed that. Like, oh, I could totally use that. Like, uh, 
had a, had a deal with someone today. They were real disappointing flesh. <laughs> and I think everyone would build their own image in their mind, but all would be accurate, but not accurate at the same time. Right. Like, oh, you're, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're dealing with that guy. Yeah. I think we all know a disappointing flesh in our own lives. So, so yeah. Adrian, or not Adrian again. Jared, what is your pick of the week then? Are we back around to me already? Yep. Holy crap. I feel like we skipped you. Well, it's because I, I said mine was the Nightwing with him. Oh. Okay. So, uh, as I just said, my pick was Batman issue 113. It's the, is this part one? No, this is part two of Fear State. Um, so basically, uh, Things happened last time. I don't want to give spoilers away because if I give the spoilers away for this, it's going to give spoilers away for Nightwing. Scarecrow is Taking really over... Captain America. Yes, he's Captain America. Steve Rogers just puts the Scarecrow mask on and goes to town. Yeah. But uh, there's a lot of great stuff. There's some flashback stuff that where they, uh, Batman and Ghostmaker kind of go into a VR situation and they kind of go into memories and bruce is like you know hey these look like scarecrow's memories and ghostmaker's like no they're mine uh ghostmaker went to school with jonathan crane so there's uh, some really good backstory there um basically scarecrow's trying to make gotham afraid so he's telling them hey batman's dead you know and people are believing it he's basically saying arm yourselves he wants people to get armed and pick on pick fights with each other and um some really cool stuff ensues with peacemakers uh, there's a lot happening in this and it's really good i'm trying not to give spoilers away this is difficult <laughs> and there is a uh side story with um what's that kid's name Taserface. face no, 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 uh, clown killer clown killer or something i clown hunter it's it either, wasn't bad it's clown killer or clown I, hunter it should yeah. say on the front probably it's on the front uh cover just kind of goes into his stuff I, I think it's clown killer but uh i'm not i don't care about this kid or this side story very much but I, this one wasn't bad yeah, there you go so it, it has a good follow-up i might have to go back and reread the last few uh clown killer story arcs but uh i liked that one so it had a good follow-up too clown hunter there it is on the front all right and my pick of the week is x-men the Onslaught Revelation. This Dude. is a one-shot that takes place after The Way of X. If you do not read Way of X, you're wrong, and you should. Um, guess I'm wrong. Yeah, I haven't yeah, read it yet. And you, you should. Did read it? Uh, it should be coming out on trade soon, so you should okay. be able to read it that way. I'll check it out. Um, this one, I would say, is pretty critical that you have to have read uh, Way of X before this. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I mean, you, you can get away without it, but you're missing so much of how onslaught came to be again and how he, how manipulative he is in this. And this is very much a one shot slash conclusion to way of X. So quick recap way of X, um, has nightcrawler figuring out, Hey, onslaught's back sort of, but not really, but kind of, but is he, and this Maybe. is this is onslaught full on. He's back. He's in charge of himself. He's doing what he wants, and is then taken care of. And so it's like, oh, I love how they build, 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 build. Meh. Here we go. Let's go on to the story afterwards. Because honestly, I've always thought onslaught as a character has been kind of meh at best. Like they try to make him this big bad, but I've never been able to take him serious because he's not real. Because he's never been real, but he has. I, he reminds me of what's the oh, 
cloud mutant enemy. The it's always like Galactus. Nope. <laughs> God, don't the, go there. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yep. Who's, from the other dimension. Who's telepathic? Also, he does have a body. Right. He's got a fez too, and fezes are cool. Yep. Why can I not think Nightmare, Nightwing? Uh, no, not Nightwing. Night King, King Dream. Uh. Anyway, Google that. Google that. Uh, do X Men. 90s storm villain yeah do that um but that's what onslaught reminds me of it was a lot like that where it's oh has it's uh an astral projection yeah like and that's the guys from the astral shadow realm. king shadow king thank yes, you that's Jeez. that's what onslaught reminds me of is the shadow king you're dangerous but you're not really that dangerous if we just don't believe in you oh it's it it's the the clown from it kind of but that's what Onslaught reminds me of. Like, oh, he's this big bad, but not. Mm-hmm. He's a manifestation of the worst parts of you, I guess, that he turns in. <laughs> worst parts of you. Jeez. You yeah, as no. in everybody. <laughs> yeah. And it's, and it's extra dangerous when you're a telepath like Xavier, where you can actually send out those signals and actually turn into its own life force being of things. We kind of saw him again back in the day during Axis. And the a Red Skull kind of wanted to do his own. Were we right? Shadow King? I don't King? think so. Shadow King it didn't show him as a cloud in this one. He was blue. Oh, he's. But was he wearing a fez? No, that's his fat guy version from Africa, from Morocco. This is who I've got as the Shadow King. No, that's him. Is that him? I'm pretty sure that's him. Sure. I don't okay. disagree. We'll go with that. Uh, but anyway, that's, that's what Onslaught reminds me of. It's just like... It's a whole lot of nothing, but it is something. Yeah. And he's never been like a, hey, I'm a big bad villain I'm scared of. Like, eh. Like, he's a bad guy to deal with, but that's if unchecked. Like, if he truly grows his power, but they always stop him before he takes complete control. So he's never. Apocalypse. Kind of like Apocalypse. He's pretty BA, but they don't really do a lot with it. I would say I would say Apocalypse is a bigger threat than Onslaught. Though. I know. That's what I mean. Like, like he's uh, kind of like that, but they he, never. Write it out. He's a Sam's Choice of Apocalypse. He's like, oh, he's not a name brand. He's not Coke. He's not Pepsi. He's oh, like Lord, Sam's Choice. Okay. Dang. I was like, where yeah, do you go? That's him. It's that's Shadow King. Him. Yeah, that guy. Okay. Uh, and that's what Onslaught was like, yeah, he's okay. I mean, I, and I could be wrong. There could be great stories out there with him that I don't I don't know. <laughs> but I, I've never been like, oh, it's like, oh, he kind of looks cool, I guess. Not even really. Like, I don't know. I've never been impressed. He was cool in the him. 90s. He looked really cool in the 90s. He is very much a product of the 90s. Oh, yeah. Totally. So it's like, oh, we'll, we'll make Magneto and Charles Xavier, but as a supervillain, we'll call him Onslaught. What does it mean? Doesn't matter. That's what we're calling him. Taser face. So, like, it's yeah. okay. Um, but this issue itself is a good culmination of how this actually shows how powerful he could be. Like, holy crap, we need to stop him now before mm-hmm. really bad stuff happens. Mm-hmm. And it's a whole play on like, okay, what does life mean for mutants? If if we've con- if we've conquered death, which we think we have, then what's the point of life at that point? Like, there is no more consequences for our actions because no matter, eh, we'll just re- be reborn. Doesn't matter. And it was kind of the that was the theme of Way of X as well. Mm-hmm. And this uh, Nightcrawler has really grown as a leader. And like I'm like he's full on philosophical. Like he's like I, we need to have a plan. This life needs to still have meaning, and this is why. 
And it's just, he's a great shepherd through all of this of like leading you, the reader and other mutants in this. Like we need to have purpose other than just for the sake of just because side note, I love his new costume. Nightcrawler's new costume. It's pretty cool. It's pretty, it's pretty boss. I like it a lot. I've always been, Nightcrawler's always been a, a like a fan favorite of mine. Uh, I always like Cyclops. I think it might've been the glasses thing growing up. I don't know. Uh, but now he's got like this, like it's almost a, priestly trench coat. Well, for me, and the goatee is helping a whole lot. For me, it's a combination of his classic costume mm-hmm. and his swordsman buccaneer one. Yeah. It's a right. nice hybrid mm-hmm. between the two. Like, okay, this is. And it fits the new, like, I feel like everybody's got like this weird looking, like almost cosplay costume now. Not that it wasn't before, but like now it's a little over the top. Like, okay, I'm going to be in a skin tight suit with a gigantic football helmet on my head. And that's my new costume. Or, you know, I'm going to be wearing the exact same thing I've been wearing for the last, you know, 50 decades. Yeah, I said 50 decades. That's a lot of time. And only instead of fuchsia, it's white. And no helmet. Right. You know, it's just like, okay, all right. But or like Emma's stuff. I won't even, I, I won't even go. I, yeah. Yeah. Emma. We'll just talk to these, you know. Uh, Emma Stone, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, I've been liking... Uh, Kate, Pride. Kate Pride's um, Marauder's costume. The Marauder's costume, where she's she's, she's a, a pirate. She's a pirate. They, they, there's no. Oh, you that's, look at her and you're cool. like, you're a pirate. You are a pirate. I I see that. You know. Um, but yeah. So I I feel like uh, his his new costume really just it suits very well and it's very practical too like i totally see him having like actual pockets like oh this is where my cell phone goes this is where my ipad goes i mean <laughs> it but i'm saying though it looks like it could be totally practical yeah unlike all of his other like skin tight costumes like well buddy. none of them were practical they had pouches back in the 90s that just didn't make sense what do you put in there your wallet why do you need a wallet when you go fight it's the okay so the pouches for the time were for the change for the arcades because our kids were still big then, <laughs> all right on change. You needed something to all hold right. the change. Yeah. Now you need something to hold your cell phone that has the games. Exactly. So with this jacket, I can totally see like, oh, this is this is a more practical, not costume, but more of a wardrobe. Marvel, if you're listening, I want to see very soon a frame when he leaves, or Nightcrawler leaves wherever, but he doesn't teleport away. He grabs the, his. It's a trench coat. Let's call it what it is. He grabs his trench coat and just goes, whoosh, you know, and he just walks the other way. I want to see that. All right. So those are our picks of the week for this week. Um, let's move on to the part that Jared always forgets about. Oh, crap. <laughs> and there's his catchphrase, ladies and gentlemen. And that is our heroes of the week, be it comic book characters, creators, or otherwise. Uh, Jared, would you want to go first? Uh, I'll go with... Um... <laughs> Oh, I've never seen you sweat. <laughs> I didn't know you could. Uh, James Tinian. Ah, there ah, hey, that's okay. good. He's doing really good on Fierce, uh, Fear State for Batman, and we'll go with that. All right. Next. Next. I'll go next <laughs> with, I'm going to say, Jane Foster, specifically from this week's What If episode. Ooh, Ooh I no know spoilers, I forgot no something. No spoilers. So, oh yeah, I'm not going to do spoilers. It just came out for one and for what two. Is today, Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. Oh, New yeah. episode of What Never If came out today. I'm surprised you didn't see it. I meant to talk about it earlier. I've but. been busy today. So yeah, uh, Jane Foster in What If specifically this week's What If was What If Thor was an only child. So what if Thor was an only child? 
So yeah, Jane Foster is my hero of the week. Adrian, who is your hero of the week? Uh, so the reason why I haven't watched it uh, is because I have sewage back up in my basement. That's some crap. Thanks to, and I'll be public about this, I don't care. Thanks to the city of Lima. So they're the villain of the week. They are the villain of the week. However, Anthony Wilkerson, the second ward city councilman, would be the hero of the week. Uh, I sent him a scathing email this morning, essentially WTF, mate. And you know what he did? You know what that guy did? You should have been WTC. What the crap? (laughs) Yeah, right. He came to my house. He talked about it, kind of explained how things are working right now. Did he smell it? Did you make him smell it? No. no. You should have made him smell it. No. He actually uh, showed up uh, in super duper clean clothes like he had just changed. Oh, he still could have smelled it in super clean clothes. No, and that's fine. But apparently he's having uh, the same kind of issues too, uh, his son. Uh, But he got somebody else from the city to come out um, and... Yeah, so we're th- this has happened too far often. So back to the villain of the week, um, and we're gonna figure this out. And hopefully, I have a hero of the week uh, fighting beside me. There you go. There you go. All right. So with that, folks, we will say thanks for listening. Uh, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and of course, myspace.com slash Alter Your Comics Presents. That's right, folks. Get out. We are still on MySpace. I even uploaded last week's episode to MySpace. You did not. I did. Unbelievable. Uh, it, so I'm going to punch you if you make me get a MySpace page. So the problem with MySpace, ladies and gentlemen, is there's no app on your phone for MySpace. <laughs> there's no app. <laughs> you, you have oh, to, no. You have to go the old way and go through the it's web through des- browser. It's get through desktop. Or web browser, which is very painful to navigate. Apparently, that's what Laura told me. Is like she is tried there, to she tried to navigate it through her phone. She's like, "This sucks. I need my actual no, computer." Uh... So MySpace, make an app. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, MySpace. What do you think this is? Two thousand. Let's get an app. Come on, let's at least bump it up to like two thousand eight. MySpace.com. Yeah, it's MySpace.com. Oh, no. our, our specific address is MySpace.com/slash oh. Alter Ego Comics Presents. That's right. We this... still have MySpace. I put a background photo. I did not put a profile photo because it wouldn't load my profile photo I wanted to put in. I don't know why, other than because it's MySpace. Maybe that's why. Does JT still own this? We need to have, like, pictures. We need to upload a crap ton to that. Uh, (laughs) But if if we do so... You can sign in with Facebook or Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I did enjoy that part. That was great. Or email. You can send me an email, too. Uh, So, yeah. Uh, follow us on MySpace. It's worth the hassle. Maybe. I don't know. It's not. I'll be honest, folks. Last time I, I logged in was last week. I even created the profile and I logged in again today before we did the episode to see if it worked. And hey, at least it did upload last week's episode on there. So I'm going to leave that on for a little while because it's a horror episode. I figure I can leave it up at least through Halloween. There you so go. that's what I'm going to do. Mostly because my internet's not good to upload that after I like I spent like twenty minutes uploading this to the regular podcast platforms. I don't want to spend another twenty uploading it to MySpace. I did it once. I'm good. Uh, but yeah, we have a MySpace, ladies and gentlemen, specifically for the podcast. Do we have a Twitter for the podcast? No. Do we have Facebook for the podcast? No. Don't need it. Do we have Instagram? Nah. Do we have MySpace? Oh, you betcha. We got a MySpace for Alter Ego Comics presents. So follow us on that. Good night, everyone. Follow us on 
Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Forward, Alter Ego Comics, you know, are real things. are real social medias that are actually authorized by the store. I'm like this, where I, I, I'm waiting for Mark to come in when he listens, like, hey. Did, what did, did you do? Did, did, did you listen? We have MySpace. You should know that. So, yeah. Or if you want to, I believe in our show notes, I have a link to our MySpace. So you can just click that, too, uh, on the podcast and just <laughs> click a link to MySpace. Mark, if you mention this episode, I'll give you 50% off for your next purchase. There you go. So that is it for the episode today, folks. Thanks for listening. We will see you back next time. MySpace. Come on, get a nap. <laughs> 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 <laughs>